Hey, this is New The Mayor from Kickback TV Live from Atlanta, The Righteous Ratchet. And if you're like me, you're into content. And you got to have new content every day. That's why we do the podcast. We'll Flipboard curates the world stories so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. So get started right now with Flipboard.com. F-L-I-P-B-O-A-R-D.com. Go to iTunes and do a search for Kickback TV live from Atlanta. And, uh... Yeah, um, Kickback TV live from Atlanta. And you'll be able to uh, listen to the podcast. So what we're doing now on Facebook Live, you'll be able to listen to. So you'll be able to listen in the car, um, on your morning commute, especially if you're in Atlanta. Just uh, go to iTunes, download your favorite episode, tune in. This should be our first podcast. Um, So shout out to everybody listening via iTunes and all the other streaming sites. Welcome to Kickback TV Live from Atlanta. We've been doing this show for different iterations of this show for six years. Um, seven years, I think. Mm-hmm. seven years, um, and we've been doing kickback the last year and a half mm-hmm. or so. So um, we talk about the best in world news, sports, politics, and pop culture. Having said all that, y'all ready to get started? Let's yeah. do it. All right, welcome to Kickback <laughs> TV, live from Atlanta. I'm new, the mayor, the righteous ratchet. If you throw it, I catch it. If you got it, I match it. Right back at it, shout now. Fantastic. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I did it right though. Okay, let's hope I get this right. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, y'all? It's your girl, so Mello, also known as Melanie Dion of House Forehand, also known as the Queen of Creeps, the Breaker of Men, the Conscious Creep. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> What's up, y'all, man? It's J.B. Frank, that gangster geek representing those nerds with attitude. Happy Sunday, everybody. <laughs> Happy Sunday. Uh, the learning hippie otaku, Pandora Alexis, is out of town, but uh, she's here in spirit. Y'all ready? Yeah. Let's do it. So, uh, of course, we got super producer <laughs> Gilman uh, in the building. Back in the building. Say what's up, Gilman. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I want to send a special uh, what's up, hello, and uh, to all my Wakandas out there. Uh, Black Panther had another very impressive weekend. It's on a 10-day tear. At this point, it's already the fifth most, I think, successful uh, Marvel movie ever. Mm-hmm. It's projected to become the third best, third most successful Marvel movie in totality um, sometime next week. And it's only been out for 10 days. So we got movies that have been out for years that haven't equaled Black Panther's numbers. In fact, if they have another uh, historic weekend, they will, it will be, it's projected that it'll be the third or fourth largest grossing movie ever based on the projection that it is now. So we're looking at Black Panther not being just the greatest comic book movie sold ever, but um, only Star Wars, The Force Awakens, Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, and I think The Avengers have outdone what uh, what uh, Black Panther has done. So let's, uh, uh, the movie's on fire. Uh, we'll do a quick post. I, I've seen the movie four times. 
I've seen it four times in the theater. I've seen it a total of six times. Don't judge me. That's all four times in the theater, but I, but one of them <laughs> I ain't had to pay for. <laughs> it was a double feature. Is it Starlight Driving? Yeah, I've <laughs> seen it twice. <laughs> um, we went to the drive-in yesterday and watched the Joan twice in a row. It was it was a blast. New, I mean, just incredible film, incredible run. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. The movie, um, it's it's so much more than a movie. It's an experience. I know we did a whole special on it last week. We were dressing our African garb and everything. But I still want to say it is. It's a great movie. The soundtrack is great, but it is. Uh, it's a hell of an experience mm-hmm. to watch that movie, watching it with the kids, or going to a theater, seeing everybody's dressed in their garb, or or even at the. Uh, at, at, uh, that was at the, the most drive-in. packed I've ever seen. The Starlight Drive-In, like we yeah. got there a little late, so we're way in the back. We still see the screen and everything. I've been there several times. I've n- like I've never seen that many people packed around one screen. Yeah. Wow. When me and Chris got there, they those tickets were sold out. So we bought tickets to go see uh, some other movie. That wasn't even playing. I didn't yeah. see any of the movie playing on any screen. What the fuck tickets y'all buy? We bought tickets to some shit. <laughs> it was all on the screen. Was all like, on the other side. Yeah. Other I was like, where's, uh, where y'all at? And we just went and popped. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I shouldn't have said that on, on, on internet. What I meant to say was <laughs> we bought tickets for Black Panther and then went and actually saw Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, great movie, great experience all around. <laughs> thank you, Gal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, um, it's going to be, it's going to continue to be the hot topic as long as it's hot to us and as long as it's hot to y'all. And yeah. the numbers show that it still is. $700 million worldwide in 10 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not including APAC, which is China and Japan, mm-hmm. as we know, two of the biggest global markets. Especially for those uh, Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. One time for Black Panther, guys. One time for Black Panther. Uh, so if you haven't seen it, go see it. Um, if you've seen it once, go see it twice. Uh, and moving on, what else we got uh, going on in the world today? <sighs> what the fuck story of the day? Mm. It's the police officer that was <coughs> killed in Maryland in the backstory that yeah. followed after the story broke. Yeah, he was killed in PG County, Maryland. You know, an area that's kind of near and dear to us. Like, that. that's where I grew up. You know what I'm saying? We'll see y'all in PG County next week. But continue, Jimmy. Yeah, um, you know... Um, the fun part about this was that Fox News put it out like, you know, this uh, cop, you know, was a Marine veteran and this, that, and the third, awarded for this and awarded for that. And he's coming to, you know, resolve this domestic disturbance. Okay. That's the way they paint it. Like, that's literally what Fox News said, right? And then somehow he got into a disagreement you know, with the other guy, and the guy shot him five times. Like, that's what Fox News said. But then there's a secondary article that tells the real story, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> you know? Yeah, so apparently this police officer was off duty, and he was getting off <clears throat> booty. He was in there uh, with the gentleman's wife, living trife. I might rhyme the rest oh of the show. Oh, my God. No, I don't know. Please, no. No, you are not Dr. Seuss. I think I should do it. It's nothing to it. 
I wish I could see my face. But, however, um, is that bold me? Not yours? What's going on? <laughs> um, well, what I will say is, uh, I don't want to make light of the situation, um, so let me, let me reel it back in. Uh, but it looks like the police officer that was killed was having sex with this man's wife. He came home, caught him, and things were left, of course, and then he was actually gunned down by the police um, later that day. And I, I don't know, man. I, that's, that's tricky. I mean, that's it's, that's a sticky situation. It technically, a cop was killed, but it wasn't a cop killing. Mm -mm. Exactly. It, 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 if you kind of get what I'm saying. Um, so that was more of a crime of passion. Yeah. Yeah. Like you come home and yeah. see your wife having an affair. Mm. That's lights out. I'm just saying. Yeah. That's lights out. That's that's gonna be tough. Somebody, somebody. Oh, Ron said he went to he went to um, money from. Damn. The, so I guess the uh, one of the guy, either the officer or the uh, victim the, or the uh, the assailant or whatever, uh, were members of uh, JB's family church. Yeah, I did not know that. Interesting. Wow. I, I, yeah. Wow. Um. Man, that, shout out to our field correspondents. They always coming in with the with the information you can't get anywhere else. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um. Very very unfortunate. Uh, you know, positive energy to the families that were involved and affected, and um, moving right along. Yeah, yeah. Amel, did you want to do? You want to add? Nah, I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> nope, I'm good. All right. That's some bullshit. Now, Dim. Um, uh, <laughs> on to our Donald Trump Shut Up Stupid Award, which goes to Laura Ingram from Fox News. Um, she is from Fox News, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so Laura Ingram went on this rant about LeBron James speaking out about President... Uh, not President... Uh, well, yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, 45. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, didn't I give him a nickname? What I call him? I call him something crazy. We give him what I think of him. Um, yeah, and just speaking out about how terrible of a representative he is for the United States and how bad of a, his, how poor his leadership is and things of that nature and stuff like that. So, Laura goes on to make the, go on this rant, first saying that she's going on a jump dock alert. Um, dumb, what did she call it? Jump dock? A jump dock. It's supposed to be dumb, dumb jock. jock. Um, <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a jump dock alert. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. supposed I, I to thought be it was jump jock from um, Love and Hip Hop. I <laughs> But um, basically saying that he, his 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 statement was like incoherent and it was intel unintelligible and he he sounded stupid and first of all Laura can we address the jump doc alert because <laughs> you started off wrong right um, second of all LeBron is by far she said he he tried to graduate from high school early. Um, right, right. She, like, she just, just said a bunch of uncalled dumb shit. shit. Like, yeah. But in any case, so let's talk about the things that LeBron has done that no LeBron can't just shut up and dribble because that's basically what she wanted him to do was just shut up and dribble. And, and don't, that's a quote. That's what she said. Yeah. He needs to just shut he up needs and to dribble. Shut up and dribble. And that's that dismissive thing that uh, mm -hmm. you, yeah, yep. 
palm complected people. Colonizers. 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 Colonizers due to uh, marginalized African American celebrities be their entertainers or athletes because they're the ones who have the voice for us. And which is ridiculous because it's not like Fox doesn't have all kinds of uh, athletes and actors and other people who are not politicians speaking on issues. All the time on their show. Our president ain't a politician. He was a reality <laughs> TV show star. He ain't even a politician. So, we're, we're all just a Anytime it's one of us, <laughs> so they get so upset. Why ain't a businessman. Why does a black people speaking out upset you so much, Laura Ingram? Yeah, Laura Ingram. Everything you said um, was wrong. factually incorrect, wrong, <laughs> um, dumb. Um, but you do want some jump dog. That's part of what you need. I'm, I, I'm calling it. I'm about to give you this jump dog, girl. Don't give me this jump dog. Jump dog. Bum. Uh, so. Are you done? Are you done? Are you done? You can't talk. You cannot talk, Laura Ingram. No. I will feed you to Melanie. She's a vegetarian, I think. Yeah. <laughs> really, really stupid. Um, yes, it was. Yes. And LeBron has done so much. Um, I think we found an article that said, what if he did only shut up and dribble? Mm-hmm. How much would we be missing? Um, what is it, 800 kids he's sending to uh, college? College, yeah. Um, and their parents. Um, he's starting a school. The school he's starting in Akron. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, he's starting a goddamn the school. The parents he sent back to school. The parents he sent back to school. <laughs> The most touching thing he's done, probably not the most impressive because he's done so many great things, but one that really hits home with me, you know, he, all of his best buddies, I think it's four Thank of them. Thank you for pointing this out. When he graduated from I high was. school, um, of course, he went to the NBA. He paid for all of them to go to college and get degrees. Once they got their degrees, they took over his business. His business, the business of LeBron James, is run by his childhood friends who he paid for their college degrees. So, like, and um, Phil Jackson called them his posse. Mm-hmm. What the fuck you mean my posse? But these are my business partners. When I my first four years in the league, they was in college. Mm-hmm. Now that they got their degrees, they won my empire. My damn near billion dollar empire mm-hmm. is ran by some 32 year old black men mm-hmm. that I've known since, since I was child. in fucking yeah. Like the five. Like the five. Like the five. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? So I, I definitely respect that's, LeBron that, for that. that. I did not know that. That's yeah. gangster, young. Yeah. That's crazy. Hey, Jane, you get you get your first deal, probably worth four or five million. You send all your niggas to college, pay their way so they can get them degrees, come home and run your business. Yeah. Everybody eats, B. <laughs> Everybody eats. That's crazy. And um, just the example of that. Yeah. And um, has anybody ever heard of LeBron getting drunk in, in a fight in no, a party? No. Is he no. cheating on his never. wife? No. Nope. If he, he has, we don't know about yeah, it. Yeah, did he right. did he shoot anybody? <laughs> did have he grabbed anybody in the pussy? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Okay, so LeBron hasn't done any of those things. No, no. Um, but we want him to shut up, and you guys elect Donald Trump, a celebrity who was not a politician. Mm. LeBron's more qualified than <laughs> right, right, right. He has and better his business guys, his four experience. Four boys he said the college damn sure are exactly because <laughs> they, they run a billion dollar empire. Trump who? Yeah, shout out to uh, Maverick Carter, who, who's the head of the crew as far as on the business side, and he's taking, he's like managing Draymond Green, like he's. Like, they're building an empire, you know? empire. They're building an empire. Um, so, Laura Ingram, you get the Donald Trump Shut Up Stupid Award. So, shut up, stupid. Shut up. Hey, I been there, ho. Film of the boost, you, Punta. That was first aspect. Stupid, Um, Fuck up, biatch. Okay. I'm going to Wakanda, man. 
All right. Um, I grind a sign award. Uh, goes to the um the leader of, of the Beige Boys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the homie Drizzy Drizzy Drake. Um, and his new video. God's um, plan. God's plan. Um, for those who don't know the premise, uh, you know, Drake is big business. He's part of the biggest artist in the world. <laughs> so he was given a million dollar budget for the video. Mm -hmm. And instead of, you know, renting out these elaborate places and getting these fancy vehicles and all of this crap hammer Having models. Video girls. Video, he gave away all of the money to people in poverty wow. in, in Miami, Florida. He walked into a big grocery store to start and says, get whatever you want. It's all on me. Mm. And buys everybody's groceries. Um, then he goes to a, 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 a couple with their two kids kind of sitting down and he walks up and sits beside him and doesn't say anything. So they're like, because they think they're being interviewed for something. And they're looking like, it's Drake. <laughs> and, and so they're, they're asking the questions like, you know, how it pays financially. You know, if you had $10,000, what would you do with it? And then he just starts giving them money. He went to one mother and son and took out a stack this big. I don't know how much money this is, but it, this is like probably more than $20 or something. This is a lot of money. Uh -huh. Five, tens, twenty. Of twenties, of hundreds, I think. I think it was hundreds. Hundreds. He, he gave away a million dollars. That's about a hundred thousand right? dollars. So he gives it to them. The mother immediately starts crying. The son immediately starts crying. And I'm like, dog, these aren't actors, dog. No. Like, like Drake was trying to hug him. He was like, he just couldn't get himself together, dog. That joke, it, 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 it mess with your allergies, you know? It mess with your allergies. Cause and then this one girl he paid for her entire uh, uh, school to, mm -hmm. uh, like college 50, tuition, fifty thousand go through college. Mm -hmm. He went to another school and donated thousands of dollars so they can get a um, for after school program that mm -hmm. focused around the arts. It's just like for real, Drake. You trying to get all my money? You want me to go out and buy all your CDs <laughs> and give you all this money back? That's what you trying to do? Yeah, I was talking shit about him though. That was a yeah, yeah, yeah. Saying, yeah. keep it hundred. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. That, that, that's Drake the writer. Yeah, yeah, his, yeah. His skills, but Drake the man. I mean, I mean that's the most philanthropic thing I've seen one of the young rappers do ever. I mean, Jay Z and some of the older cats do a whole lot, but Drake. I think Drake just turned thirty yeah. or something. I mean, if he's thirty, and that to think I'm gonna get his whole million dollars away. What the hell got to be going on with you to make you go? I got a great idea. Let's give what, what goes on is he's got a thousand times more of that. I mean, he doesn't need that money. Mm -hmm. that this was the money to shoot a video too. Mm -hmm. right. Like this right. wasn't right. his money. Right. Like yeah. Hey, yeah. he playing with house money at that right. point. Not taking anything away from. Him. Yeah, Absolutely, and I also want to. I want to say this because that's just how much this, of a bar. This, this, you got Jay Z spending ninety thousand dollars at the bar on Ace's face champagne. Yeah, but then he tipped the young lady eleven thousand dollars. Jeez, though, My he gave her eleven thousand dollars tip. It was twenty and twenty percent to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. Uh, that's crazy, though. Yes, but when you uh, She's happy. Gary, people were knocking Drake, saying that he he shouldn't have recorded it and made a video out of it. What? Like he did it just for attention. People always got somebody to fight up. It's always somebody hating on somebody. I agree. And, and I'll, I'll say this. Let's say he did do it for attention. You so think those families care? Right. So he done paid bills, sent people to college. He I bought two people cars. He literally went to different neighborhoods and gave people cars. Mm -hmm. Like, he, it was a million dollars. You can imagine how much shit he had to do to spend it all. all right. And, um, I mean, he... I, so I don't think he did it for attention, personally. I don't think so. Either. I don't think so. I, I, I mean, and do you know how good it feels to give like that? I mean, not that I've been able ever been able to give on that grand of a scale, but like it feels good to give. Like it does. Who cares if he did it for attention? Like shit, it's good to give. Yeah, yeah, probably, probably in his mind, maybe one of his greatest videos. You know what I'm and, saying? And, and on top of that, 
the video was amazing because of that. Yeah, you got right. real people, real expressions, real joy. You see the pain in their face, and then you see the joy after he surprising them with the money. Right, the song is called mean, God's Plan. And like, the song is called God's Plan. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like... hate on no like, <laughs> Right. So uh, shout out to Drake, man. Drake, you get our Baloo Senior High School Grind and Shine Award. Mm -hmm. You're the man. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. Let's see. Oh, okay. Well, our question of the day is, uh, you know, you got to deal with the guns in the community, the the gun control. Mm -hmm. These um, young uh, white terrorists that are shooting up our schools. And how we deal with that going forward, and some of the things that your president said um, about how we should deal with those issues, and the Florida shooting, we got to talk in detail about that. We talked about the, the um, some of the it's been a few cop shootings as well. We have a problem. Um, we'll get into that, of course, after the break. But I definitely wanted to talk. To, um, we wanted to talk to you guys and get your thoughts on gun control and what are some of the solutions. Because uh, what y'all president said about giving teachers guns, not a good that idea. That ain't a good idea. We will tell you why it's not a good idea. But I want to know what um, some of you guys' thoughts are. And if you're listening to us on um, on iTunes, uh, you can't give us your thoughts, of course. But we're on Facebook Live. Uh, that's how we uh, do the show every Sunday at 7. You can always tune in there. And you can send us uh, messages and make comments on our iTunes page, our podcast page. So feel free to leave your comments there and we'll definitely get back to you. Um, surprisingly, um, it's break time. Mm-hmm. Already? Mm-hmm. Wow. But um, what I'll do, what I do want to do really quickly <coughs> is I want to um, get you guys' thoughts on the Monique uh, uh, news cycle. For those that don't know, Monique was on a breakfast club this week and she, uh, she was defending her comments about boycotting Netflix. She said that um, Netflix, uh, when they were doing the negotiations, like they were disconnected on the phone and they didn't call it back for like a week. And there was a whole bunch of unprofessional things that Netflix did to them that led up to them, uh, quote unquote, lowballing her, which led up to her having the feelings she had. I understood some of it. Um, but Charlamagne made good points because he spoke about how Kevin Hart and Dave Chappelle and Amy Schumer were selling out stadiums. And Monique was uh, pretty much bragging about having a very good show with this comedy club. Mm-hmm. And he was mm-hmm. like, it's just different. You're not doing the kind of numbers that were warrant that kind of pay. And she's saying, but I have a resume. And my resume is, is immaculate. And he's saying, well, your resume isn't translating into butts and seats or, or subscriptions. Mm-hmm. And that's where they're going from. And she was kind of like, well, would you say that to a man? Uh, would you say that to a white person? And she was like, playing the race card and the gender card, I hate to say it that way, but I just couldn't follow her completely. Um, the only thing she said that really stuck out to me was the $500,000 Netflix offered her. Um, under that deal, she couldn't do any of that material um, for two years. She couldn't tour for two years. Um, and that $500,000 was less than what she would have made had she um, just went on tour. So she and I was like, well, I understand that. I understand her not doing it for that reason, but I don't understand why she wanted a boycott of Netflix for that. Um, I didn't see anything that was boycott worthy, and I'm quick to boycott some shit. I, I'm with the people, but I just didn't see anything that born to the boycott. <clears throat> I think most people would agree with you too, and that's why everybody was calling bullshit on her argument. Like it wouldn't. 
it's not like it's a whole bunch of black women speaking out for Monique because I know I'm definitely not agreeing with her right now. And most of the black women I know, matter of fact, I can't think of a single person that I know like that in my personal life, even that I directly see on my Facebook timeline that's actually agreeing with her. Like, yeah, yeah. Nobody's allow me checking to... for her. And allow me to say this, like in terms of comedy, in particular black comedy, like we are all really, really into black comedy. Like we like mm-hmm. we've done we've seen a lot of live comedy shows, you know what I'm saying? So we check for good black comedians. She's not one of them. I'm not checking I'm not checking <laughs> not, for Monique. I've never been checking like, for Monique. That, that's never, that's never. what like so like I'm I'm speaking as like somebody who is into black comedy and I'm still not checking for her. So like none of this makes any sense. It's to a good chance I wouldn't have even watched it. Right. I, and a lot of people have that exact same feeling. Right. I'm just I'm just not a fan. I didn't watch the Parkers. I, I there was no part of Monique's career that I was interested in. Me. Just she had some funny spots in some movies she was in. In terms of comic relief in movies, yes, but that does not translate to a ninety-minute show. No, no, not even close. Come on, like no, 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 just no, just break time. Um, I I will say this, morning. Do your tours, do your special. Uh, We'll put it on Facebook Live. You know, we got you. Let's do what you gotta do. Don't let it stop you. That's my point. Regardless of what we think, what we feel, what Netflix said, I'll, I'll, I'll do this. Sister, don't let it stop you. Figure out a way. I didn't get my first record deal or my second or my third or my tenth. I got you. Don't let it stop you. Fuck it. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> I, I just do it that way. I, I started a record label and signed myself and put my own shit out. I think Monique needs to take a real hard look in the mirror, though, and understand that she is her own... She's in the way of her own success. Because, like... Every time she opens her mouth, people seem to turn against her at this point in time. Like, nobody's hearing her. She needs to, like, kind of grovel a little bit and eat some humble pie. Because nobody's really checking for her. So, you need to get back to work. Hit the ground. You know, put foot to pavement and get back to it. Like, earn that spot on Netflix. Earn that check. Because... You're not just about to get a check yeah. out of nowhere. Especially out of Netflix. Yeah, the more nobody's going yeah, to... Yeah, nobody's going to... Yeah. And she, she dogged Charlamagne. She said Charlamagne. She met Charlamagne. He was so sweet. And yes, ma'am, no ma'am. Held the elevator for And she said to him, your mother raised you the right way. Like, you are a true Southern gentleman. Damn, boy. I'm proud of you. And then she was on the show saying um, she was made to give a donkey of the day. And she was saying, like, you don't love black women because you're trying to turn people against us. And he was like... You just said right. five minutes ago how well my mother raised me, and now you're saying I don't love black women. Like, what the hell? She um, has some issues, man. She was hurt. She thought that everybody was going to come to her side or come to her aid. And I think that if she had said somebody touched her or somebody violated her, I think we would have all done that. But she was trying to use kind of the Me Too movement involved in this. And Charlamagne was like, those two different things. She was comparing uh, people... That, She's done movies with uh, what's the guy that did Empire TV show? Terrence Howard. No, the the the, the oh, Lee Daniels. Because he he said a lot of disparaging things about Monique. <coughs> and she was comparing him to Harvey Weinstein, and Charlamagne was like, "Well, he didn't touch you." 
for him to say he doesn't like you isn't as bad as somebody no. sexually harassing you. Yeah, Those are two different things. Completely different things. Angela, you yeah. mentioned some people she knew that so they said they had issues with Monique's attitude. And it's a well-known industry thing. I don't know if it's because she's secretly pro-black, because I didn't even know she was pro-black, um, or what or what the hell the problem is. But a lot of people, she's rubbed the wrong way. So um, everybody can't be wrong. It's starting to look that way. Everybody can't be wrong. It's starting there to look it that is. way. <laughs> um, so I didn't give you the shut up stupid award, Monique, because I know you don't like getting awards. But I did want to. Um, <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did want to, you know, just kind of wow. address the story. <coughs> now I think we might have gave. Did we give her one? We might have given one before. Did we give before? one? Yeah, I, I we did. Yeah, I think we did. I was like, because this ain't our first time talking about her. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like she might have. Yeah, she might have got it. She sounded kind of stupid right now. She did. Yeah, y'all can check out the interview on Breakfast Club, come up with your own ideas and thoughts, but you'll agree. Um, We're going to take our quick break. We're at halftime. For those that are tuned in on iTunes, we will be back at the 31 minute mark. For those of you on Facebook, Give me enough time to walk down. So here's walk back up. We'll be back. Play amongst yourselves. Be nice. Oh. Talk in the comments. <laughs> and stuff. And when we come back, share it. Share it again. Share it with me. Give that jump <coughs> I actually love it when white people sound stupid though. It just, just I mean, it mm -hmm. I know, it just kind of makes me snicker. Except for when it's actually effective. Then I guess. Well, it yeah, it belongs to this person. Not that part. You can't use one. Nah, that doesn't make me snicker. That makes me afraid. <laughs> Right. President Kennedy's stupid. Sarah Pan would be stupid. <laughs> <laughs> 
God's plan. God's plan. God's plan. God's plan. Hey, look. Ooh, hey, look at that. 31. Perfect timing. Bam. Yep. We're back. Mm -hmm. Share. Yeah, share the post. Part two. Bless you. Thank you. What's up, Bama? I see you finally tuned in. Give me another 20 seconds while y'all share. Okay. All right, um, we're just coming back from break. We'll be starting up in about 30 seconds. If you feel so kind, share the show. And <laughs> said, bless you. Thank you. <laughs> this is an interactive show. You sneeze and the audience say, bless you. <laughs> it's an interactive ass show. <laughs> yeah. All right, y'all. We got to get into a serious topic. So while we're waiting for uh, JB to get back, I got to get all my, my goofiness out so we can get serious. Um, so let me, uh, let's see. Not, not. Um, I got not, not joke. Not, not. Uh-oh. Who's there? Tuna. Tuna who? Uh -oh. You could tune a piano, but you cannot tune a fish. Mm. No? I thought that, no. Where are you, Gelman? You have not effects. been helping I me. I thought we were on break. No. What? What? It, it, that was to yourself. It was. <laughs> I thought we was on break. <laughs> All right, y'all, so we're back. Welcome back to the second half of Kickback TV Live from Atlanta. I'm new to mayor, the righteous ratchet. If you throw it, I catch it. If you got it, I match it. I'm right back at it. Shout out, Lynn. Fantastic. UMA. What's up, y'all? Sugar girl so mellow. Also known as Melanie Beyond of House Forehand, the queen of creeps, the breaker of men, also known as the conscious Thank you. What it do, what it do, JB Frank. I'm at no, Gangsta no, Geek. no. Representing nerds with attitude. <laughs> I guess I'm not. <laughs> hey, hey, damn. No. 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 Y'all can see what's happening on camera. <laughs> and yeah, we are the number one show on Facebook Live, but we're also the most ghetto show on Facebook Live. Mm. Oh, so, oh, dealing with <laughs> gun control. Uh, Based on what's happened the last uh, 10 years, I, um, especially what happened in Florida recently, I think we do need to kind of talk about that. And what's scaring me the most or alarming me the most isn't even the damn shootings. It's their solutions to the shootings. Now I'm like, oh, we in trouble. Um, Y'all president, um, the, the pussy grabber, Mm. Um, says that he thinks we should arm teachers. We should give teachers guns. Because, you know, that's a good solution. And ironically, a shot themselves uh, last week, mm. uh, or this week in the league. For you to say, I know how to stop these mass shootings, let's give the teachers guns. 
I don't know if I can properly articulate how ignorant of an idea that is. Mm -hmm. um, these are teachers. These are not police officers. Mm -hmm. These are not military personnel. Mm -hmm. These are teachers. Um, and teachers seem to be, I don't want to make a generalization, but I, I feel like they're nurturers. I feel like <laughs> they on, on the violent side, they're probably not quite there, in my, in my, in my opinion. On the fighting, you know, and all of that, I just don't quite see them. Yeah, they, 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 I can't imagine my fourth grade teacher, Miss Chase, or my sixth grade teacher, Miss Arnold, being strapped, busting off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking, motherfucker. Right, I, I just don't see that. My, this my sweet sixty-something-year-old uh, sixth grade teacher shooting to protect me if somebody comes into the school. How about you lock the goddamn doors of the school? How about you have metal detectors? I went to Calvin Coolidge Senior High School. In my 10th grade year, we had a shootout in the hallway. Uh, immediately following that, they changed and locked all the doors. There was security guard personnel at every single door. They had to let you out, and they had to let you in, and you had to go through the metal detector. The only way to get into the school was through the metal detector entrance. The entrance with the metal detectors. You could lead through any side door, but you had to, someone had to unlock it for you. And we had one shooting, not two. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't get it why this is so complicated. Um... If a terrorist goes into the school with a gun and starts shooting, what's one teacher in one classroom going to do? Like, if I'm the teacher and I'm in a class and I'm doing a lesson and he comes and starts shooting. But look where all these school shootings are taking place. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. not going to chain the doors and lock the doors in these little white suburban high schools. No. That's, that's exactly that's what. That's, that's exactly what I was saying. Um, you know, when you get into a situation where you implement the real security measures that make <laughs> sense, then all of a sudden you're treating these white kids mm -hmm. like you've been treating black kids mm -hmm. for three decades. And, they're not and that. oh my God, now they're all the same. Now it's the same problem, which has always been a problem. You know what I'm saying? Um, giving teachers. Guns is the wrong answer for a lot of different reasons. I don't think Republicans can find the right answer for this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stop with that and let the right answer for this is going up against the NRA, which they will not do. Exactly. Immediately after the shooting, you heard Marco Rubio give his little speech, and they asked him well, directly him if, him he, if, <laughs> if he would accept any more. Uh, Contributions. Yeah, thank you. Contributions, contributions thank you, from the NRA. And he couldn't answer that question. Nope. Like, they say pad their pockets. Yeah. Yes. They, they, they man, they, the the NRA pokes so much money into the Republican Party, it's ridiculous. But, like, first of all, let's talk about giving teachers guns, like, which we already know is a terrible idea. Like, even the. Let's, let's remember Fort Hood. That's a military base, and they couldn't defend themselves. There was a shooting there. So, and then who's going to pay for the, the training for these teachers? Like, that, the amount of training that it would take to, to arm teachers and, and, like, prepare them for an attack like that. Well, like, and, and for it to be, like, second, for it to be, like, instinctual <clears throat> for, for You're the talking, you talking like, about a counterterrorism situation. It's a terrible laws, idea. Gun laws prohibit you from having a gun within so many properties. feet. But from a minor, let alone on school property. Mm -hmm. So now you're talking about changing federal regulations. No, what they're what they're actually talking about is deputizing police. Po po I mean, but that's uh, my point. Uh, if they do that, then they have personnel. to change the entire gun regulation, which means that everybody in America can have a gun on school property, which is going to be a whole other. That's whole, a whole, whole other. I'll, 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 I'll take Trump. Trump is not good enough of a politician because he's not a politician. Even know that. 
I'll take it a step further. I had a teacher in my high school who was a Vietnam War veteran, and everybody knew that this motherfucker was suffering from PTSD. Uh, PTSD. Now I'm bringing this up for another reason. Like you just can't have guns willy nilly around schools because there are a variety of people there with a variety of situations. Like it, it just, it's really that simple. Like this is a mixed bag and America has created this. Like you can't bring guns into the sanctity of that environment that way. You know what I'm saying? It's just a bad idea. Herman Cain uh, on uh, on uh, his talk radio show said that we should have retired military personnel as armed guards in schools. Really? Mm-hmm. So you're going to pluck out motherfuckers from Iraq and Afghanistan and put them in schools with all kinds of different kids and all kinds of different people. Yeah, and and it, exactly. And that's just <laughs> fuck Herman Cain. I, I, I'm fucking... <laughs> like, my, it's all bad. This is the this is the the real shit. When you start arming these white teachers, mm-hmm. that's what I mean the other day. I'm taking my black kids out to damn school. You understand? Like you, the police are shooting us. I can see it now. Uh, Cause my kids gonna have some Mustafa oh, and um, Nala. One uh, get shot because the teacher thought that they was gonna do something. They thought something was gonna happen. They looked threatening. They looked menacing. Or two uh, Jeremy would have a point when a teacher pulls out a gun to break up a fight between two mm-hmm. students. I was thinking the same thing, Jeremy. It's um, it's it's ridiculous, man. Like like the 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 concept is so ass backwards. And this is what I mean about Trump. Like this is y'all president. Y'all voted for him. People told me to my face, I'd rather have him than Hillary. I still want to know why. Why the fuck? Like Russia did a number. I, Facebook is. I'm taking. That's why we do the show on Facebook. Facebook. Uh, uh, took the minds and hearts and souls of everybody. There was Facebook ads that vast Hillary made so many people hate Hillary so much. That was the I will, right. I will deal with Trump just That's don't exactly get me Hillary. And I'm like, God damn. When I, remember what I was talking about? This is something we may never recover from. This idiot wants to give teachers guns. That's a bad idea. So, like, like, the practicality of it. So we have teachers who are probably from age 24 to let's call it 70. Um, so we're going to arm all the teachers. So we're arming 70-year-old women with guns. And we're going to give them bonuses. Give them, give them, give them the, that, that's what we're doing now. Um, it's just, it is. How about, I got an idea. Because, um, and I don't want to be judgmental or stereotypical, but all of these school students have happened um, based on young white te- male teenagers. So, being as other those are the only culprits who committed these crimes, I can only assume that that's probably the, the largest percentage of the base because it's 100% them based on the facts. Hmm. Can we reach out to our white brothers and sisters and ask that you guys do a better job raising your kids? Hmm. Can we do that? Hmm. I'm, I, I should not be fearful that my that children will be killed in schools because you guys do such a piss poor job come up yeah, with raising up. your children. I want to raise the standard of, uh, and if you're not sure how to do it, you know, <laughs> turn on the Cosby Show or something, goddamn it. I don't know what to tell you to do, but we need for middle America and these white suburbs that I'm afraid to go into now. 
to get a hold of your kids. People discipline your children because that's part of the issue now. Time out does not work. It goes beyond disciplining um, your children because they, you know, unfortunately, as an excuse, a lot of these kids' psychological profiles start to emerge as they try and justify what happened. Right. So what you learn is there is a consistency in the story and the consistency relates to neglect on the part of the parents. The parents literally aren't around to see what the kid is doing. The parents don't know that the kid has a trunk under his bed full of guns and shit that he's ready to drop in a duffel bag and take to school. That's literally what happens. You know, yeah, like they're too fucked up on the map. <clears throat> whatever, whatever it is, it always leads back to neglect. Now, raise your kids better, yes, but let's start with watching our kids. That's part of raising them. That's that is raising them. Watching them is raising them. Like, 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 like I, I'm gonna make it simple for y'all. I got kids. Like, the first step is to watch them. Look at what the fuck they're doing. Know what your kids are doing. That If you don't know what the first step is, that's what it is. It's really that simple. And it all proceeds from there. You know? Like, it, it, this is bad, you know? Yeah, we, we shouldn't have to arm uh, teachers because you can't control your children. Get your kids under control. Um, and... Again, I don't want teachers armed because I don't know what they're going to do to black children. Mm-mm. Like It's just a lot. It's a lot. And, and your president comes up with this as a solution. And that, that, that worries me. That has me on alert now. Because this is the leader of the free world. And that's the best suggestion he can come up with. And he, ain't the, he is not the smartest person in the world. He's so not. The bar is very he's low not, for, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thank, Trump recommendations. unfortunately that's what intelligent people say but we have learned over the last you know yeah the last seven months or so that everybody like unfortunately a lot of people are listening to him and I don't want y'all to do that cause like this is ridiculous like this is next level stupid I'm 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 gonna take it a little little differently. Walk with me. Everybody, take a walk with me. Um, I'm looking at these school shootings by these white terrorists. Then I look at the the shootings at the churches by these white terrorists, white male terrorists. And then I um, look at the movie theater shootings with these white male terrorists. And I actually was was really worried for a minute. Like, damn, are they gonna shoot up Black Panther? I really I I really thought that. Like, these motherfuckers might really try. Then I thought that's too many black people. You know, you ain't making out of that. Like you can shoot up a white movie with some black people in it. You can't. You go into. You go. It'll turn into Wakanda on your ass. <laughs> you go into Black Panther uh, oh, yeah. film. Start busting your gun. Yeah, yeah. You're not, not making it out. You're not gonna make it out. You're not gonna make it out. There's several people in there yeah. trapped. Right. So yeah. So they, you got some good sense. They got some sense. They know where not to go. That's why these shootings only take place in certain schools. And in churches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. They're not shooting up all church. 
You, that pussy ass dinner roof. You shoot up no ball, no plaza, no super. He didn't I even mean, go to the supermarket, nigga. Mean, like, white people have white men have are the biggest terrorists to this country since they stepped step foot on it. So. To the world, colonizers. Colonizers. To the world, the yeah. world, Craig. Everywhere they go, they colonize and destroy. But I mean, you <laughs> have to break down culture. what terrorism is, and it's preying on the defenseless. It's preying on defense environments mm-hmm. people who are not in a position to Terrorism. defend themselves See, this men. is like this is literally what this is you can't call it anything else you know what I'm saying and we got to stop doing that shit you're right it's terrorism and white men are the purveyors they are never called terrorists though they're, it's always a mental health disorder but this is a Yo, these, these a lone, young children that don't know much but yeah. uh, Trayvon Martin was supposed to be grown a lone gunman they were yeah. young boys um, they were right. very innocent the, the statistical the fact is this though that more Americans have been murdered over the last 30 years you know through these types of events by white men mm-hmm. than any other demographic group by far. But they don't want like, to hear that? By far. You know, Americans should be worried about the single white male, not anybody else. Literally, anybody else. Yeah. Um, prayers out to everybody that was affected in the Florida shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I, I want to, you know, just really give it up for the kids that mm-hmm. spoke out against uh, Rubio, mm-hmm. that spoke out on the news cameras. They tweeted to Trump, we don't need your prayers anymore. Mm-hmm. We need more than just prayers. You can't pray this situation away. Um, powerful, brave kids, man. I um, call BS. Yeah. yeah. That's um, what they were saying, chanting mm-hmm. when that girl was giving her speech. It was very empowering. I'm very proud of them. And the, it's, it's crazy to me that the Republicans are just totally dismissing them. Like, these kids are future voters. Like, they're going to vote your ass right up out of office. I mean, uh, midterms are well, this year, uh, so the seniors are graduating. And mm-hmm. then, you know, you got two more years. So a lot of these 15-year-olds are going to be eligible to vote when Come the, the next, next election, election comes around. <laughs> so keep dismissing them if you want to. They are not going to forget. Their memories are not short, and they are very informed. Uh, don't think that they are stupid children. Like, y'all need to be paying attention to them because they are about to start a movement. Do not dismiss them. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Um... Uh, we're we're going to move on from this topic and get into a little bit of Netflix and chill. Oh, you talk about Wayne LaPierre, old bitch ass. Oh, oh yeah, the NRA, uh, mm-hmm. Wayne LaPierre. Uh, he, he actually made a comment about, don't vote Democrat. The Democrats are trying to do this. He's trying to appeal to the kids, I guess, in whatever way. But um, as we saw that they did with Ricky Rubio, are you going to be taking money from the NRA? A lot of people are looking at the NRA and backing up. Who was it, Walmart? What are the businesses? That are, um, so Delta Airlines has cut ties with them. Mm-hmm. United has several of the rental car agencies have like Avis, National, Alamo, uh, Enterprise, all of them. Um, First National Bank of Omaha, they have severed ties with them. Um, yeah, there's several businesses that have cut ties with the NRA. They're like, nah, man, we can't keep doing this. They're paying attention to what their customers want. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, here's the thing. Only about a third of the country owns guns. Like, pay attention to what your people are talking about. The guns are not as popular as they want people to believe. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah, I need to have um, a Black American moment. If you're not a Black American, I need you to log off for a second. You can come back in, like, 30 seconds really quickly. 
We need to buy guns. We do. We need to own guns. We need to go to the gun range. We need to get our shit together. Now. Now. Young man, young woman, sister, brother. It's time. And learn how to It's operate. time. And get proficient. Mm -hmm. Get get surgical with that motherfucker. All right, rest of the world, you can come on back. Come on back, rest of the world. We were just talking about uh, the Black Panther movie again. Nothing important. Just you know, talking about other things. But uh, you heard what I said. So, uh, yeah. Um, and moving on now, I guess we're going to uh, Netflix and chill. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, well, actually, before we get, on, get into Netflix and chill, let's touch on this. A story, a little lighter story. Still kind of like the happiest ending, but it's a lighter story. Uh, Tisha Campbell from Martin Fane uh, filed for divorce from her husband, husband Dwayne Martin, who was in like 40 sitcoms in his life. I don't know all of them. But um, mm -hmm. they, most recently, they were both on Kevin Hart's show, mm -hmm. The Real Husbands of Hollywood. Mm -hmm. So now they're filing for divorce. Um, that shocked me a little bit because they've been together since we was in high school. 20-year marriage. Um, yeah. like they. Um, I remember when Martin was... Accused of uh, touching Tisha or making sexual advances, probably some Me Too mm -hmm. shit. Um, but then Q-Tip said, "There you go, teasing me, just like Tisha did mine." Never should be stopping. But I'm just saying, t shout out to Q-Tip. But they're divorcing, and I thought they would be together for a while. Like JB, I think he said earlier, it didn't look like a Hollywood wedding. Mm -hmm, They've mm -hmm. been together forever. Exactly, exactly, and that's tough. Um, you know, <clears throat> who knows what their situation is new um this is one of those relationships that everybody kind of forgot about because it's been around forever you know mm -hmm. so now that it's over you look at it and say okay i mean i, I don't want to kind of lump it in because of 20 years it's not a hollywood wedding it's nothing like that but like this is what's happening right now you know mm -hmm. and um you know, I, I I hope for the best for both of them. But I um, mean, you guys have peeped out some other stuff with the with the, the with reboot. Mar yeah. yeah. So they're bringing mm -hmm. the Martin show back. They're doing a reboot. Yeah. And for those that don't know, the show ended because uh, Tisha's uh, sexual harassment allegations against Martin. So the Martin show eventually just ended. Mm -hmm. But we got to a point where they would be doing the show and they couldn't be in the same Same's scene. scene. Mm -hmm. um, so it was it was wild. The, the last episode, Martin was high as shit. I could tell he smoked the mightiest of the of the buds. <laughs> Cause he was zooming on that jump. Mightiest of the buds. Yeah, um but I'll just say, um and I show ended in ninety seven. I don't know what the hell they're gonna talk about now, but I know with Tommy, uh Thomas Ford, the character to play Tommy, you ain't got no job. When he died last year? Mm -hmm. I think so. Um they all got together of course, um, and they squashed all their beefs. I mean it's been twenty years or whatever, so Whatever was going on with Martin and Tisha was squashed. They have Instagram pictures together, but they hugged up and having fun. And so uh, I'll tune in, I guess. Uh, I don't, you know, see what it's about. But um, I just wish, wish them the best, man, as far as Tisha and Martin. And I'm going to respect their privacy because when me and Ashanti broke up, I, I asked oh, everybody. But yeah. I had to ask everybody to respect our privacy. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be on the show every week talking about why I'm not with Ashanti anymore Lord. and all of that shit. So Lord. I'm going to try to respect their privacy as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Lord. Yeah, so... Um... <laughs> Whatever, dude. Right. Wow, it's like you guys just totally dismissed that. Like it didn't happen in real life. It didn't happen Did you see life. the video when she, when she was talking about me on the video? You saw nah. It? 
You didn't see um, it? And she's so, like, oh, now what? Oh, oh you, you missed it? You missed anyway, it? Anyway. You know, uh, Shanta, Shanta, still love you, bro. I'm wondering if this Martin reboot has anything to do with them uh, deciding to get divorced, even though, oh. not to say that that would be the one thing to just set it off. But well, actually, you know what? Bro, we know. Like, she might have had a thing with Martin, and then like he went crazy, and then he, Dwayne was like, "Oh, you gotta, you know, stop doing the show, blah, 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 save our marriage, blah blah blah." Right? Cool. So now Tommy's dead, and then like they see each other. What, what if they like end up hooking up? You know what I'm saying? Like they mm. end up getting together, and it, it really was there was like this whole thing that had actually taken place between the mm. two of them, and then hit Martin like caught feelings, and she was like, "Nah, but you know, I'm over here for him." You know, whatever. I'm just speculating. I'm Possible. Here, you know, thinking of stories and shit. And that's your celebrity gossip with Melanie Dion? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's possible, I guess, young. Uh, Dwayne was like, no, if you get, if you go back and do the show, it's over. That is... I hear him saying that Kevin Hart's voice, though. No, don't do the <laughs> no, show. No, don't do the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Well, I mean, well, it takes a lot to make you want to leave somebody, especially in yeah. 20 years. Like, yeah. That's a long-ass time. Yeah, they ain't in late, late 40s. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey. I mean, I, shit, JB in his late 40s, too. Start so off, whoa, whoa, whoa. Shame. No, I'm not. No, I'm, I'm not. just saying. Uh, no, I'm not. J- I know you're not. JB older than his parents. No, I'm not. That's um, what I'm that's a so lie. Yeah. Whatever makes you happy, salute to the both of us. You're a liar. <laughs> Congrats to a new be- new beginning. I know it sucks, but hey, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And um, for all my folks that got BET, they released a Death Row Chronicles documentary. Um, for those that know me, I'm a huge Tupac fan, huge Death Row fan. I have done my own research into Death Row and Tupac. Like I know things that the, the damn regular public don't know. That's how much I have researched Death Row and Tupac. And I, I, I actually met Tupac before um, and Sugar Knight. Um, like, I'm, like, uh, uh, you call a fan? I guess you call him a fan. A super fan? Super fan. I'm, I think I'm a historian of that. Can I call him that? Aficionado. So, I'm aficionado. Boom. Um, so the documentary was on point with a lot of things. It gave you some behind-the-scenes stuff that, that wasn't public knowledge. Um, Shug called in from jail. Corrupt was doing live interviews. There had a lot of behind-the-scenes footage with employees. Um, it's really, really good. It's a six-part series. It aired last week. But, um, of course, it's on BET On Demand now. Um, it was really, really good. Think new edition movie, but for Death Row. Now, of course, it was a documentary, but what I'm saying is the quality of the documentary, it was as good as the new edition movie. It was good. It was good. So that's something I would definitely recommend to y'all. Um, as far as I, for our Netflix and chill segment. And uh, we, we kind of touched on that a little bit. We're looking at um, the NBA playoffs. Now, this is a question. Um, Ron, I know you, I know you um, watching the NBA with us and all that good stuff. So chime in. But, um, everybody chime in. The NBA is considering changing the playoff format. Y'all know they changed the All-Star game to where instead of being East versus West, it was a top vote getter, and you could do it through interconference play. So LeBron James with the first pick, took Kevin Durant from the Western Conference, put him on his team, quote-unquote Eastern Conference. And then, like, there were Eastern Conference players that was on the West, Western Conference team, of course. They're thinking about reseeding the playoffs, where it's just the top 16 teams regardless of conference. Um, all division winners are automatically in, but after that, it's the teams with the best records. Um, 
I was intrigued at first, but I quickly started to uh, uh, hate the idea. Um, because one, playoff seating, it could be the Lakers against the Wizards in the first round, uh, which would mean traveling from L.A. to D.C. for the playoffs, back and forth. Um, that's a lot of traveling, a lot of wearing chill on, in the first in, on NBA round. players in the first round. Then in the second round, if the Wizards win, then they got to go to Canada to play the Raptors. And then in the third round, they might have to go back to L.A. to play the Clippers. It, it just its too much. Um, it needs to be local because it's easier on travel, easier on wearing chill on the players. And it's not that bad. The disparity in the last 15 years, the Western Conference has won eight championships. The Eastern Conference won seven. So it's not like the Western Conference always wins. The last two years, Western Conference won one, Eastern Conference won one. Like that's that is it's not. I remember when we were kids, the video game that we the, the the first NBA Live game that ever came out. What was the name of it? You remember? It was, nah, it was the name of two teams. Was it Lakers versus Celtics? Right. So the name of the entire NBA's 